podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to your immediate post-match reaction to Hibernian now Rangers 3. Um, first match back after the winter break is always a nervy one. I was a bit nervous as we as the, the time ticked down to kick off, but there was absolutely no need to be as Rangers were as comfortable as you like at Easter Road and it's not too often we can say that. Um, joining me to look back over all the main events from the game, we've got Ross Chalmers. How are you doing, Ross? I'm good, Craig. Thanks. It's, um, it's always one of those fixtures, Easter, Easter Road, where you look at it and think it's going to be tricky, don't you? But the, you know, the way the team have performed the last couple of years there, to be fair, we shouldn't probably be as worried. And yeah, the, the team have shown us tonight, we really shouldn't be worried about going, going Easter Road at this stage, eh? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's been really interesting given the the winter break, given the how much people have been analysing the squad and the players that we have available to us and how many different positions that we feel um, we do need to strengthen still. But this team keep keep putting in performance after performance, getting result after result. And um, I think we potentially as fans aren't giving them as much credit as we should. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of that has to go to the manager, shouldn't we? That, that's where it's got to go. I think Philippe Clements came in with, it's not his squad yet. Of course, he's made a signing in Fabio Silva. Um, Diomandi, of, of course, is very close, but it's it's not his squad and he's managing to get results out. And like I said earlier, you know, it is one of the fixtures you look at at the beginning of the season, think it's a tough place to go. And he's went there and he's got a 3-0 victory. So, yeah, we really can't complain. He's getting a lot out of this team. Uh, and we're seeing a lot of really good performances from individual players we maybe didn't expect it from, which I'm sure we get into. So, yeah, all positives for me. Yeah, let's get let, let's start getting stuck into the the kind of main the main events from the game. Um, obviously, before we even get stuck into that, the the main thing was getting three points tonight. I was always of the opinion that this was going to be the hardest of the two games in, in hand we had um, over Celtic and to come away with a, a couple of victories. Excellent, but didn't quite start how how I wanted it to. I wanted you to want a quick start from the team, but you have to remember it's one of the first competitive games back after the winter break. Pretty sluggish opening, 25 minutes or so. Ross, both teams giving the ball away. Um, the only chance, I think, fell to Rabi Matondo where he had his kung fu kick at the back post with the wrong foot from three yards out and missed the ball completely. But outside of that, didn't really feel like there were many chances being created and I was a bit not worried at that stage, but I was I was wary about the fact that we were doing okay, but we weren't actually creating anything. Yeah, I think I think the at the start of the game it was quite scrappy, wasn't it, from both teams? And I think the way that Hibs play under Nick Montgomery, you expect that you expected them to come out at Easter Rose. They were always going to go for it. I think we probably played into their hands a little bit at the beginning of the game. I thought both teams are quite loose in possession, really couldn't create many good chances, um, especially Rangers. So. That was a bit disappointed with the way they started the game, but I think we've seen that before going away to Hibs, that the games usually do start that way. The crowd's right behind the home team. They're trying to get behind their players, trying to push them on, and I think we've seen Rangers go there before, and it does become a bit scrappy. So it wasn't too much of a surprise for me. I think when the game does that start way, it's just very important to try and put your foot in the ball at some point and try to get a wee bit of control, and I think we got that eventually um, leading up to the first goal. So it's one of those ones where you don't you don't enjoy it because the heart's going uh, and you've seen you know Rangers go to these away grounds before and they start poorly and they can see the goal and, and it's and it's all uphill from them but you know they've they've managed to to recover that early stage and and they've went on and put a really good performance in. Yeah, you see the crowd get behind Hibs at Easter Road. It's actually interesting how much the crowd has diminished there over the last few seasons and how many empty seats there are. So I was actually quite surprised to see. I don't. 
don't follow Hibs or watch many of their games outside of when they play against us. So it was, it was interesting to see how many empty seats there were at Easter Road tonight. There wasn't, as we say, there wasn't many talking points up up until about the half hour mark. Perhaps Ross, a couple of players who were continuing to expect more of, but they're struggling to find a bit of form according to what Todd Cantwell can offer very shortly. But in, in that opening stage, in that opening half hour of the game, he was really struggling to get anything going and it's kind of followed the, the pattern that, that he's had so far. Yeah, I think the game probably passed Todd Cantwell by a little bit in the first half. Of course, we're going to come on to his goal. It's a, it's a special goal. Um, but I think in that role, that kind of number 10 position, I get, I, I just maybe sometimes feel he's not influencing the game enough and the game kind of passed him by. Now, it did look like Rangers were trying to play wide at all opportunities tonight. So if you are a number 10, then, you know, the, the play's not going through you. How much is there you can do? What I will give him is when he when he does get a bit of possession of the ball, he, he was linking up really well with Fabio Silva, which is something that encourages me for the future because it looks like, and I'm sure we'll come on to this, Silva, it looks like he's going to play through the middle at most points when he plays for Rangers. So I thought at times they linked up quite well, but yeah, probably not not enough impact in the game again from Todd Cantwell up until that goal. So it sounds a wee bit silly now saying that because really that's what you want from your players, don't you? You want them to, to stand up in important moment, moments and he's done that, but... I think again, it's just taken him a little bit of time to come back from this winter break. I think we've seen it the other night at Dumbarton as well. It's just it's, it's probably taken them all a little bit of time to get up to speed. I think the same can be said for Raskan. You might have been coming on to him. I think his passing just doesn't look there at the moment. But again, he's been out injured for quite a while, so it's just going to take time. I'm trying not to be too negative based on a 3-0 result. At, at exactly. But but I think it's important to point these things out. And of course, Philip come on it, but looking at this as well and hoping they can get more out of these players. Because let's be honest, Raskan and Cantwell are two of our most important players. So you have to try and build the team around them to get the best out of them. Did we get that tonight? No. But ultimately, we were two and a half at half time and Cantwell scored a screamer. So I'm not going to be too negative about it. I thought, yeah, it, it, it was an overall a good impact on the game at that point from Cantwell. Yeah, let's talk about the first moment of real attacking quality from Rangers and it's a delightful pass from John Winstrom, a delightful um I don't know if you call it a chipped ball, a flipped ball, something something in that um that realm, but it was absolutely um delightful from John Winstrom out wide to a rampaging Red Van Yilmaz who great first touch took it in a stride and fired the ball beyond David Marshall in the Hibs goal. It was it was a, a great goal all round. I, I was one that wasn't necessarily expecting from those two players, but great to see. Yeah, it's funny that we keep talking about selling Red Van Yelmas, isn't it? Because we need to, <laughs> to use that to fund a, a goal he's scorer. Just going up and up and up yeah, and, up. <laughs> and then it looks like, and he's the one that then, you know, contributes to that first goal tonight. And it's just funny how football works sometimes and the kind of narratives around it. But yeah, I thought it was a really good goal. Something we haven't really seen a lot of from John Lundstrom is that kind of clinical pass in those areas and he was able to pull it off tonight. It's a great pass. You know, it's the, the weight, he takes the weight completely off it. Again, once it gets to Ridvan, it's a really, really good first touch and then he just gets his, his head over the ball and smashes it past Marshall. He's got no chance. So all around, really good, really good movement for Ridvan. But I think, I think that's something we've wanted to see from him for a while. We've always known since he signed from Besiktas he could have a real influence on the final third, but we've maybe not seen as much of it as we'd like to see tonight. You've seen that, you know, he's getting onto the last line and he's getting opportunities. And I know you can ask in that situation is your fullback gets his head over the ball and, and, and smash it into the back of the net and he's done that. So really good. I'm really encouraged by Ridvan. I think at this point now you're starting to see a really different player. I think 
he's had two spells in the team now, one at the back of last season, he was performing really well. And then this season, he's had a good run of games now, maybe five, six, seven games in the bounce. You're starting to see a player with confidence now, which I always think is such an important aspect in football. He looks confident, especially when he's in possession. He's willing to take risks. He's willing to take people on. He's willing to bomb down the line, drive inside. You're starting to see a really, really good fullback there. So it's just typical when that happens, Rangers are looking to sell him. Um, but when he's here, like Clement said, when he's here, as long as he keeps performing, then that that that's exactly what we're going, we're going to get out of him. We're going to get a quality player there. So... Yeah, really good to see from Rodan Yomas. And of course, a fantastic pass from John Lundstrom, it has to be said. Yeah, it really was good. Fantastic assist and finish there. Didn't feel like Hibs were offering a great deal, Ross. There was only one player really in the Hibs team that had any threat towards us, and that was Ellie Yuan, um, who I've always been impressed by when he's come up against us. He always looks dangerous, albeit probably lacking that final finish, which... Um, which is good for us considering Hibs had three shots in that first half, two of them on target, and they were all they were all from Eli Yuan. But we seemed to struggle a wee bit with him, but he was really the only threat that we had to face up to from Hibs tonight. Yeah, I think Hibs actually do have quite a few good players in that team. You know, Yuan is one of them. I've always liked Newell in midfield. I think he's a good player as well. So they do they do have a good few players in the tight uh, in the side, should I say. Uh, Dylan Levitt as well, who was at Dundee United, he always looked like quite a good player. He had quite a poor game tonight, I have to say. But, you know, Hibs do have a good team and Nick Montgomery's kind of built them on that kind of front foot football. He's looking to to really get a lot of players in that attacking area. It looks like that, but that's what they're trying to do in the transfer window as well. So, yeah, Yuan's always been a player that I've liked to look at every time we've seen him. Fortunately, he didn't have that kind of cutting edge tonight and the clinicalness you probably need in these games once you get the opportunity, and that's maybe why he is at a Hibs. He's maybe not taking that next step yet, but there's certainly a good player in there, and, and he might move on eventually. But yeah, I'm thankful that he didn't he didn't do a lot of damage tonight, and and even at points when Hibs did have good opportunities, we had a fantastic goalkeeper in Jack Butland there to, to make the big save. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, think that's a fair assessment, and that's probably the last time we'll talk about Hibs in this in this podcast. <laughs> so it's all it's all about Rangers from here on in. So it was pretty um, one way traffic um, heading towards half time. Just before Rangers got their second goal, Todd Cantwell seemed to pull up a little bit around the the dugout area. Just before he was sandwiched by by two of the Hibs players, there was a bit of an uproar. Cantwell took out Nick Montgomery, the Hibs manager, as he went down. But he seemed to be holding his groin, which was a bit of a concern. I think it was only a couple of minutes before half time, so they clearly said to him, "Look, just get to get to half time, and then we'll assess it then." And the, in those few minutes there were to half time, Cantwell did show his class. He took the ball on the turn, about 20, 25 yards out, and just smashed one into the the back of the net. It was uh, past Marshall before he could see it, but that is what. Todd Cantwell can offer. We know that's what Todd Cantwell can offer. We probably just don't see it often enough. Yeah, I think that's spot on. I think that's where the frustrations come from, isn't it? With Todd Cantwell, it's not because we we don't think he's a good footballer. It's think it's because we know how good a footballer he is, and you just want to see a, bit, a wee bit more of it. Um, I think I looked at it today. I think he's played forty six times in total before the game kicked off today, and I think he's got nine goals and nine assists. So it's not a terrible Rangers record, but I think we just think there's more to come. That one's quite funny to me because I didn't actually notice him pulling up just before that. Um, so it's probably it's probably one of those moments where Campbell's it's a really good turn, actually, has to be said. He turns away from his man and he's probably just thinking, I don't really want to pass this off and burst yeah. into the box here because I'm in pain. So I'm just going to rifle this. And it's, he's, he's caught David Marshall out. He's obviously not expecting the strike and, and he can't get anywhere near it. So, again, a really, really good finish from Todd Campbell. 
like you said, it's something we want to see a wee bit more of now. Um, I'm hoping that even a Fabio Silva or a Dessers or just a, a maybe a more clinical goal scorer up there, you'll start to see more numbers from Todd Campwell because ultimately if you're creating lots of chances but no one puts it in the back of the net, there's only so much you can do as a creative player. So, you know, that's really good from tonight. He gets that goal. Let's hope it's not a, a bad injury. Let's hope he's just felt something and Clement has decided to to not take any risks and he's decided to take him off to ha- half time. We were 2-0 up, so I'm sure the managers looked at it and felt we, we probably do have enough to see this game out now. You obviously have a quality player in Todd Lawrence sitting on the bench as well, do you know what I mean? So it's one of those positions we are strong in, so he's obviously felt we can take him off and and, and yeah, th- let's not risk it. So yeah, a fantastic strike from Campwell. If I've got an opportunity to talk about Todd Campwell positively, Craig, you know I'm going to take it. Yeah, that's absolutely no surprise. But two now up at half time, Ross, entirely comfortable. Couldn't have asked for any more, really. And I thought it was I thought it was interesting some of the insights we got to some of the players. I thought it was interesting as well, some of the changes we saw at half time. Cantwell off Lawrence on as we've spoken about, but the fact that Dujon Stelling came on for Nico Raskin as well was an interesting one. I don't think there was anything up with Nico Raskin. Um and I thought Dujon Stelling had much more of an impact on the game. It's Nico Raskin struggling a bit since he's come back from injury. I think he was struggling before his injury as well, to be fair, but he's he's not quite showing the form that he showed when he first arrived. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I think he just looks to be rusty for me, especially with his passing. It's the that the kind of decision making when he's passing, he's kind of holding on to the ball a bit too long and then he, when he is releasing it, it's too late and, and there's there's a lot of interceptions. And I think it's probably something that Philippe Clement has recognised in that first half. Again, he could have a knock. You know, we're only going to find out after the game. Of course, we've not listened to any of the press conferences. What I will say in that is not to be too negative against Raskin, right? Because I know he's coming back from injury here. Sterling was fantastic in that second half. Again, you know, this is remarkable, really, what Dujon Sterling's putting in for Rangers. This is a right-back who's been, I would even say, converted at this point to a midfielder. He's just playing in midfield to give us a bit of cover. And I thought he was superb in the second half I think it was a perfect game from him it was very transitional there's a lot of turnovers when you've got a player like that in the mid in the middle that can cover the ground and make a lot of interception make a lot of important tackles the game did suit him in that second half so again if that has been a tactical change from the manager then it's a, it was a perfect one you know he recognized the state of the game and he's, and he's decided to put someone there in there that's going to help us and also though we've kicked on we've won the game three goals to nil so yeah, I, I, I'm going to stick on the positives here of how good Sterling was in that second half rather than maybe um, how poor Raskin was in the first half. Yeah, I've always looked to the positives, Ross. That's exactly but, what Yeah, I'm If you can't do it after a 3 0 win, Craig, when can you do it? Do you know what I mean? If you can't do it after a 3 0. Exactly. Yeah, we, uh, second half was being completely managed by Rangers. I don't think there was, we kind of seemed to lose some of our attacking threat. Ross, I don't know if Fabio Silva was just struggling to get the service. He was still making the moves. And I actually wanted to get your opinion on him and his performance. He played just over 70 minutes before he was replaced by Cyril Dessers. Um, but Fabio Silva, through the middle, was a central striker, I think is an interesting one because when the player comes out in a, in a, in a club interview on Rangers TV and says, I don't really like to play through the middle, I like to play it wide and, and, and come inside with the ball and, and run that way for the manager to then play him as a central striker every single time he's played in the first few games for Rangers. I think it's really interesting, but I was impressed by him, more impressed than I thought I would be. Yeah, I I, um, I really like Fabio Silva, actually. Now, I've seen enough of him now to, to probably have that opinion. I think sometimes we're a bit early. All football fans, maybe more so Rangers fans, seem to 
make a judgment on a player really, really quickly. I think we've done that with Fabio Silva, to be honest. I think a lot have said that he probably can't play through the middle. And he, I think we've seen tonight he can play through the middle. And actually, it looks like Clement's given him quite a bit of freedom. He's not really asking him to stay on the last line and pin you know, a last defender. He's asking him to move. And he's asking him to drop into spaces. And I think we've seen that plenty of times tonight. What I loved from Fabio Silva tonight was his off-the-ball work, the amount of times he was tracking back and nicking the ball off a Hibs defenders, which was allowing us to transition and make chances, was really good. I love to see that. And I think something I've been really impressed with as well is his first touch. See, see the ball coming into him was back to goal. His first touch is perfect most of the time, that he can either spin one way or the other, or he can trap the ball and he can hold his man off. He's quite strong as well. So overall, I, I really like him. Is it... I think when he plays for Rangers, he's going to play central, right? I don't think that necessarily means you can't move him around and can't give him the license to move around, but yeah. I think he's going to play central. I think it's just important that we probably have someone else there to to use in different games. Now, Cyril Dessers looks like the guy at the moment that can come off the best you make an impact, but I think it's fair for Rangers fans to expect a bit more in that area, and we, we should probably go into the market. But I think overall, so far, Craig, I've been impressed with Fabio Silva. There's, he's not got his goal yet, so that will always be held against him if you're playing through the middle for Rangers, but I, I like the look at I like the look of him. Um, I think there's a lot more to come actually as well, and I think he'll score us plenty of goals this season. I've liked the look of him as well, and going going away to Easter Road where they've got some physical defenders, it's always going to be tough. And he thought he I thought he handled it really well. Like you say, his first touch is is class. Even in the first couple of minutes, he took one down over the shoulder um, inside the Hibs box. And oh yeah, it's showed, it's superb, showed, yeah, yeah. He showed his quality there, so I think there's plenty to come from him. Is he going to get enough goals from that central role that we need? I'm not entirely sure. But he's bringing others into the play and he's creating the spaces. And like you say, but I just I wonder if he is dropping out where we saw him play for Wolves um, and a few of the other teams he's played for as well. Silva went off uh, just before the 75-minute mark. On comes Cyril Dessers. And within a minute, two minutes, Cyril Dessers has found the back of the net with um, a cool cam finish and I didn't really know what I was seeing because the ball just kind of trundled towards the net. I don't know how it quite made over the line, but it did. And uh, that's 11 goals and seven assists now for Cyril Dessers so far this season, which is an incredible return for a player not many Rangers fans think is very good. Yeah, I thought that I thought the goal showed a lot of composure, actually, because it's came yeah. into him and, he, and he's got his sort of his feet quickly and he's managed to, to squeeze it past Marshall and their defender's been unable to stop it from going to the back of the net. I think he showed a lot of composure. He's just on the park as well, so shows that he's been ready to come into this game and make an impact. His record you've just spoke about there, yeah, I think I think the problem with Cyril Dessers is he's been signed to be Rangers' first-choice striker, right, or competing with Danilo to be that first-choice striker, but I think we've seen enough now that we probably know he's not of the level to play as a number nine for Rangers week in, week out. But he's certainly shown enough to make an impact at Rangers and score goals, especially in the SBFL. You know, his record is good. Um, so it's gonna it's maybe one of those things we'll look back on in like two or three years' time and say, oh, that serial Dessers wasn't actually as bad as we all thought. But we can't all sit and lie at the moment and say that we haven't criticized him. So look, I think this is good for him that he can come off the bench and he can make an impact. I think that's the role he's likely going to play until the end of the season under Philippe Clement. So if he's shown he can do that and he can and you know, he can grab goals for us, then it's got to be a positive. We, we have to look at it as a positive at this stage. I, 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 I just was, I was really impressed by that goal, to be honest with you, just because he's so quickly into the action and, and he takes his chance. So, yeah, really, I, I, I really do like the big guy. Honestly, I do. I just, I, I think he seems like such a nice guy as well when it comes off the park. So you want him to do well. 
Um, so I was really happy he got that goal tonight. I was as well because it made it three 0 Rangers and it, it gave us the the level of result that I think that performance uh, warranted. It's easy enough to focus on the going forward, the attacking, and a three 0 win, Ross. But I worked for Jack Butland who pulled off a few uh, cracking saves throughout the night. Yeah, I think there was that chance at 2-0, wasn't it, in the early in the second half where Yuan again, he's he's down the right-hand side and he does really well. He picks his head up. Um, I'm not actually sure who is uh, from the Hibs side that actually cracks the shot, but I think it takes a bit of a deflection as well and, and Butlin's there and and he sees it wide. Again, it's a really important moment. If Hibs grab a goal at that point, it's 2-1. They've got a whole half to play um, and the pressure really goes on to Rangers. So, again, how important it is to have a goalkeeper that, Maybe when you are playing for Rangers, you're not going to be called upon most of the game. But when you are called upon, you make the big saves. And we've seen that again from Jack Bottom tonight. Defence as a whole, I thought tonight were good. Um, I thought John Souter as well. You know, that that was John Souter playing on his, you know, the side that he's most comfortable in. Of course, that's Conor Golson's position when he plays. And he will play most weeks because that's how important he is for us. But I thought John Souter tonight was superb. Put, him, put his body in the line. He's passing from the back really good as well and, and just showed how good a centre-back he actually is. So, all round tonight, of course, it's a clean sheet, Craig. So, you can't be criticising the defence if you've got a clean sheet, eh? Yeah, actually, to be fair, coming into this game, Conor Goldson being missing at centre-half was a concern. I completely forgot about it pretty much 10 minutes into the game because we looked entirely <laughs> comfortable at the back. So, But it was a big concern coming into this game and thankfully that's, that's that yellow card suspension out the way and he'll be back for the weekend, um, we we did score a fourth. It was a very tight offside call for for Tom Lawrence. Um, it was a shame he didn't get his goal coming back, but it would have been a nice a nice wee bonus. But Ross, how just to to close off this immediate post match reaction? How encouraging is it that that was a a really comfortable win? We got the three points. The gap is down to to five points um, uh, to Celtic with with a game in hand still, and we've got we've got the the winter break behind us, and we seem to be rolling in, the, in the, the the right direction. Yeah, really important, Craig. I think we, like I said at the start, you know, you always look at Easter Road as a tough place to go. So the fact you've got that as one of your, your games in hand, you're not really looking at it as an absolute guarantee. I, I said last week that I would expect Rangers to have enough in their squad, regardless of January transfers, to go and win these games. But of course, once you get closer and closer to the games, that you start to get a wee bit nervy. You maybe start to think the game's more difficult than it is. But I think... We've seen tonight that the team and the manager and his staff have just approached it as, as any game of football. It's not really looking at the occasion, looking at Hibs. It's just how can we go out and play the best football that we can with the squad that we've got. And we've done that tonight. I thought it was actually a really professional performance from Rangers. I thought at points in the first half, there was maybe too many turnovers, got a bit scrappy. But I think once they got their goal, they settled into the game and Hibs weren't really able to to do anything in the side and in the game, should I say? And I think their manager, uh, Nick Montgomery, will be a bit disappointed with that, especially playing at home, just coming off the winter break. He would maybe expected a wee bit more from his team. So overall, I think it's really, really positive for Rangers. We keep the momentum going. You put it down to five points now with a game in hand. The title race is on, and that's exactly what we wanted at this stage of the season. So I'm I'm feeling great tonight, Craig. The title race is absolutely on, and it's th- uh, we'll round it off there. So thank you very much. 
Ross for joining us for this immediate reaction. 3-0 win for Rangers at Easter Road to get us motoring again in the league and it's onwards to um, to Sunday and St Mirren away. Um, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. Thank you very much for listening. And if you enjoyed the content, please drop a wee like on the video. It helps us massively. Please subscribe to the TII YouTube channel. More people watch the channel don't subscribe and do subscribe. So please do click that subscribe button and you'll get a notification every single time we go live or we upload a video in terms of what's coming up we'll be back across the weekend um with more reaction to more rangers games that keep the keep coming thick and fast so make sure you keep an eye out for those but thank you very much everyone for listening and until next time goodbye Podcast Network.